All right. The third one is synesis. Someone say synesis. What is synesis? Synesis is understanding. Understanding is a branch of wisdom. That's the simplicity of it. Understanding. Synesis is, is understanding. It's understanding. And by understanding, we mean comprehension. You need to slow down. Thank you. Yeah. By understanding, on synesis, yeah, yeah, right. We mean uh, we mean uh, comprehension. It's from that word synesis is from that Greek word cinemai. Right? From that Greek word cinemai. And when you break it down further, can you can you go further further down? When you the, the place you say cinemai. No. Alright. Please go further. Go go further down. I just want to show you. All right. So when you break it, go to sun. Yeah. When you break it, okay, it's made up of a uh, uh, a primary uh, prepositions. Okay, that denotes union. So you're breaking that word cinemai down, and there are two parts to it. One is sun. Okay, and then hemai. All right, and Sunday speaks about union, to put together. Now, I'm trying to help you un understand, understand it, <laughs> right? Okay, so it means union, to put together. And then the other part of the, of the word MI speaks about mental, mentally. Okay, so to put together mentally, to unite, to synthesize, to bring together. Come on, are we together? Right? To comprehend. So here, you just don't have information, 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 information. The information you have, have relationships. Let me explain. Right? The information you have. Okay, let me give you an example. A simple example is this. Ready? So let's say, okay, you might have revelation about the call of God on your life. So, God has called you to be a reformer. God has called you to bring change. God has called you to family, the family system. Okay? But you'd often, you often, the, the mystery often is how. Okay? In fact, sometimes in your spirit, you could almost uh, fight sleep. You've got to fight it. Sometimes in your spirit, you could also, you could almost, uh, you know, you could almost get it, but it's just not become a very clear path and a pattern to you. All right, the future is a mystery, not in the sense of God having a plan, but step one, step two, step three. Come on, can, can anybody relate? Step four, step five. Right? Yeah. Synesis is the ability to comprehend, to mentally put together. That's 
one aspect of, of, of senescence. All right? But then it's also the ability to discern. Senescence, okay, let's go this way. Sophia is theoretical wisdom. Phronesis is practical wisdom. But synesis is critical wisdom. It's the power of sound judgment. Huh? It's the power. It's, are you ready? Okay. It's the ability to distinguish. Are you guys in a hurry? Okay. <laughs> right. It's the ability to distinguish. So this is why one of the evidence of, of, of maturity is understanding. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I reasoned as a child. I understood as a child. When I became, have you, have you met immature people? What's your conclusion? They lack understanding. You say something to them, they misinterpret it. Their immaturity is often not in their like, ability to fight. It's often in their ability to misunderstand. Good afternoon. I slept short. <laughs> but I slept. I woke up because God sustained me. Right? It's the ability to distinguish. Can I tell you something? When you walk in senescence, huh? right? You're discerning. You know how I define it? It's carrying the power of interpretation. I can interpret circumstances. I can interpret, come on now. I can, I can look at a situation and, hey, this is why Solomon could judge. Remember the, the two women that brought the issue to him? One, um, yeah, and the, one, the baby died and they tried to swap the baby and things like that. You need synesis for that kind of thing. The ability to make accurate... Come on, can you see how much God, God has blessed us with? So the, the, the problem is, if you're not receiving equipping like this, you're just Pentecostal. You're just... Does that make sense? Every time shaking, every time shaking. Just shaking, 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 shaking. Shaking but not shaking anything. <laughs> right? It's the ability... To distinguish. You would have some situations. The decisions you need to make, both of them look equally good. Does that make sense? But one of them is deceptive. One of them is deceptive. How would you know how to distinguish? Senescence. They look both good. <laughs> they look the same. They look appealing. That's like someone saying, hey, uh, yeah, I have these two people, you know. <laughs> I mean, somebody's, um, I don't know. This one, this. Finance and romance. Someone shout discernment. 
it's the ability to separate mentally but your ability to separate mentally is aided by the holy ghost you're able to dis- you're able to look at things and this you know some christians you can live in a mess you're a thinking believer You're putting, you're getting the best, you're getting the optimum out of your mind. Right? It's the, uh, uh, it's the, it's the ability to perceive. Uh, it's the ability to perceive. You get it? Okay? It's the ability to test and to distinguish and to criticize the power of interpretation. The power of sound, the ability to test. The Bible says, test every spirit. Hey, and you, can I talk to you about testing every spirit? Uh, not all spirits um, are, are full-blown demonic entities. Okay, let me give you an example. You know, when we talk about demons, you know what I mean by demons? Devils, unclean spirits. Okay? So, not all, but there are some spirits that are not that way, but they can assist the work. Okay, so let me give you, someone can have a critical spirit. Now, that's not, that's not necessarily a demon. Could be a habit. They just are critical. You see what I'm saying? They just are critical. They ju- everything is just criticism, criticism, criticism. You have to test that spirit as well. Because you want to do something for God, you want to do something big, you take it into that zone and then, yeah, that's it. You just see that your faith is quashed. Right? Some can have a discouraging spirit. No, no, there's constructive criticism. We know that's a constructive Okay. Does that make sense? Right. Some people, some people are negative. They have a negative essence, a negative character, a negative outlook to life. Pessimistic. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you you are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you, sure? Are you a sure person? Are you sure? Uh-uh. Right? So you test every spirit. So you know how to weigh. You know how to weigh. Synesis allows you to weigh. Yeah. You're not just walking in life, taking everything. Do you know your friends? Do you know what quality of spirit they have? (laughs) Right. Right. Okay. Do you know what quality of spirit, what quality of spirit they have? It's the ability to do that. Are we together? All right. So next is solving, um, uh, a problem-solving ability. Yeah, that's what, that's, that's what, um, uh, 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 the ability to interpret complex issues. That's what Daniel had. Right? The ability to interpret complex, the power of interpretation. Right? You, you're in uni. You, you see, you know, something's not happening. Da, 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 da. When you put synesis to work, you understand what the problem is. You know, you know, sometimes the hardest thing is when you don't even understand what the problem is. 
It's like, how do I even get the solutions? When we walk in services, right, we're able to identify. It allows you to understand the will of God. So many scriptures I, I have here. I'll, gi- I'll give you this one and then. All right. So synesis is the power of distinguishing between different causes of actions, different values of things, different relationships between people. The ability, okay, to understand concepts and see relationships within them. See, all of, guys, all of these things is hidden in Christ. The ability to see different, you know what, when, you know when you have synesis, you know what happens? You have, it's like you have a, you have a catalog of things in life, a, a, a portfolio of understanding. It's like when it comes to this area, you have understanding. It's not that you just have understanding about like, no, it's like, it's, it's vast understanding. Does that make sense? You have understanding, uh, I'll give you this one. Synesis is having the understanding of how things work. Things work, but they, when you operate in synesis, you're not satisfied with it works. You know how it works. Does that make sense? You know how it works. I realized that I got to a point of synesis when it came to the ministry of the word and prophetic speaking. I realized it. I real I realized that I could I could almost start telling when God was going to bypass my notes. I, because there was a there were there was a particular sequence and I was at peace initially I was like ah <laughs> initially I was like oh, I'm, yeah I mean literally I would go preach in places and these guys are introducing me. I'm like, God. <laughs> Literally. And then I would go and I would speak. And I would go and speak and speak prophetically and speak accurately and speak directly. Then you ask me, where are your notes? I would have notes for general study. But you ask me that particular session. So I started to understand. So God works with me in this way sometimes when he wants a prophetic message. And I became at peace with it. And I built faith because faith and understanding are connected. So I built faith and confidence in God. And I stopped being restless about it. So if you ask me now, hey, preach here, basically. And I feel like, okay, what's the structure? I'm at peace because I know. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Right? Okay, it's the ability to understand concepts and see relate. When you, when, listen, when you start walking in senses, God's plan for your life takes a different dimension. You know, do you know what, do you know how Paul spoke? Right? There was, the scripture Paul said this. He said that you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. That you may understand my knowledge. The word knowledge there, interestingly, is the word senesis. I think that's probably like, is it Ephesians 3 or something, right? Please help me look at it. That you may understand 
my knowledge. Sorry? Is it Ephesians 1 16? No, 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 it's not what six. I think it's three. Either three or Colossians. Please someone just help me. That you might understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Three verse four, Ephesians three verse four. Okay, that I may understand my. What I was trying to say there is that I have, I have a synesis. I have an understanding. You know, I know how this mystery. I know how it works. He had to because you know when I, I, I use the example. Of, for example, when Paul got beaten by a snake. Please look at this. He just shook it and continued. He had to have known something. Because that's not a normal way to behave. That's not a normal behavior. Right? That's not a normal way to behave. Okay? So, he said that you may understand. My, that, means, that means you can have the understanding. Of, someone shout the understanding of things. So, if you have the understanding of things, if they put you in any situation, you can reproduce the same results. You can reproduce. So, so, at this level, uh, you're above economic climate, political climate, social climate. You just know how the thing works. So, you just do it. <laughs> Come on now, talk to me. Does that make There are no factors. Uh, there are no factors to your, li at, at the level of understanding, there are no real factors to our limitation. Wisdom is the principal thing. But with all you're getting, get understanding. Synesis is, is a special type of comprehension. Quickness of perception. You are quick. See what the Bible says. Please, can I, can I finish this? Is that okay? Okay, it's not okay anymore. All right. Is that Okay. You guys are looking at the time. Okay. Let me be quick. Quickness of perception. See what the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 11. He says, and he shall make him of quick understanding. So I say quick. Yeah, that means there's something. I don't have to be learning like 50 years. <laughs> he can bring it to me with speed. Right? He can, bring, he can bring it to me in a dream. I can download it in my spirit. Quick on, so shall quick understanding. It's quickness of, quickness of imagination. That means your imagination moves like a flash. Who? Moves like a flash. You're in a something. Something's happening and quickly. Quickly, bam, you get, you're at work, something's happening, we need to do this thing. You, yeah, this is not when you now go, oh, let me go and pray for seven days. Come. But there are some things that if you pray for seven days, the whole thing is finished. <laughs> Does that, you don't have seven days to pray. You need now. So next is that quickness that comes from the spirit. Are we together? Quickness of imagination. Quickness of apprehension. You get things. For example, you know what's happening here? Right now, some of us, we need synesis. You need to get this thing. Get it quickly. And where's that going to come from? I'll show you how. You get, you know, it's not that. You know, sometimes when people come to church, they're like, oh, I, the word is, the, is your understanding. Is your, because you're leaning on your own understanding. 
I rea- some people will criticize the word. They will only grow up to realize that it was because they were not at the level of that communication. I say that with no pride and arrogance. I say that with all, with all humility. I'm telling you that. It, I've seen people do that. They want to bring, bring the level of the church to their level of understanding. But when they outgrow that level of understanding, they're not like, we don't teach these things. So you know what I do? I don't listen. <laughs> I, does that make sense? Yeah, because be, no, no, it's later they'll be like, ah, I'm like, ah I've been eyeing for seven years. <laughs> you must pray. The ability to get things quickly comes from the Spirit. That God, if something is said, let me get it quick. Someone shout quickly. Right, so next is, is that penetrating consideration that precedes action. Is that penetrating consideration that precedes, that means your thoughts are penetrative. Ooh. You see that? That means I can sit, come on, everyone, look at me. I can sit and look at something and get into it and say, yeah, that's it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. That's the life of the believer. That's the life. The Holy Spirit is not here for like average. That penetrating consideration that precedes action. That, oh, what must we do in this situation? Boom, boom. Okay, we're going to do this. And it's the right one. You, you, know, you know, people can do that and they end, <laughs> end up in Tingok too. Like... <laughs> Does that make sense? It's that quickness. Someone say quickness. It's quickness of judgment. You know, you want to make decisions. You're taking long. Should I? Should I not? Shall I? Shan't I? By the time you do that, all the opportunities are gone. All the But when synesis is at work, you make a life-changing decision in the moment for, the, for a lifetime. Hallelujah. Okay, let me, let me round off on this. So, um, there's scriptures. I'm going to do you guys one favor. I'm going to send you these notes as well. <laughs> All right. So, how do we gain this? Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted you to still write, because you know what it is. I wanted you to still write your own notes, because senescence. Something. Yeah. 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 Right. So you, you, you get, so you know what? Let me, let me tell you something. You know what's going to start happening in church? Let me tell you what's going to happen. So, so, someone will be preaching. I'll be preaching. You just shout, I get it. I get it. I'm telling you. Because it's like your mind will just, oh, you just shout, I've got it. It's like the Holy Ghost will just breathe. You're like, I got it. Was you telling me that you had an Edo moment the other time? I can't remember what conversation we're having. I can't remember. Yeah, right. I got it. So something just, you're like, you're, you're hearing the word. You go from hearing to seeing the word. The psalmist said, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your word. The spirit of reason and revelation show, shows us that the word must be seen, comprehended. How do you develop this wisdom? Number one, depth in studying the word. So I say depth. In studying the word. What is the word? We need to define that the word is Christ. In Christ are hid all treasures of wisdom. The accuracy of the revelation of Jesus is what brings me to the treasure of Jesus. 
So if I don't know Jesus correctly, if I don't, so that means the access to this thing, look at what Paul is teaching us like that. What Paul is teaching us is that because all of this revelation, insight, wisdom, this conversation starts from 1 Corinthians chapter 2. What he's saying to us is that, he says, if the, no, um, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard. Remember that? What has not entered into the hearts of men, God has prepared for those who love him. Then he said, he says, if the princes of this world would have known, they wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. In other words, the crucifixion of Jesus was the portal, the entrance into this kind of wisdom. So there is no way I say I want to walk in this wisdom and the cross is not the route. And salvation is not the route. Does that make sense? And, and the finished works of Christ. No. He says, if they knew. That means what unlocked the wisdom was the fact that he was crucified. If they knew what would go down as a result of his crucifixion, they wouldn't have done it. So that means, well, you are studying Jesus. He's your curriculum for living. <laughs> he's your model. He's your entire year. <laughs> yeah, he's your year one, year two, year three, year eternity. Huh? He's your PhD. He's your doctor. You so, you so study Jesus. Be believers sometimes have an average. When, when it comes to the academics, they study. When it comes to Bible, they snooze. Does that make sense? This, you don't know your faith. You don't know the history of your faith. You, you're, not, you're not bothered. That's why pastors can come and tell you that if you, if you give 70 pounds and spin around, it, 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 which is ig ignorance on rampage. So you're now studying Christ. You're like, wow, Jesus is everything, man. Your stud, your st this is what makes you wake up in the morning and say, hey, this is what makes you, you're eating and you're, you're looking at a scripture. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because you're trying to find this treasure in him. He's that treasure. He's that treasure. All of hell's attempt will be to keep you from the gospel. The real spiritual attack is not in somebody's village. It could be there. <laughs> but the real spiritual attack, <laughs> no, the real spiritual attack, huh? Is you being hidden from the light? Let me tell you something I discovered on the stand. I was mentioning on this this week. You know, when Paul prays that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, I understood differently. I realized that understanding is like having strong eyes. That your understanding is equal to the strength of your, of your sight. Right? So if your eyes naturally are weak, you won't see afar. Right? Okay? You won't see afar. You won't see strong. You won't see, cl you won't see clearly. If you don't have sight at all, you will stumble. So understanding uh, is, 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 is having eyes. And then the other thing I discovered is, is that the food of understanding, understanding his eyes, is light. But if I want my understanding to grow, i got to feed it light. It's basically what, as, as a natural light, allows you to see, okay, 
Spiritual illumination allows you to grow in understanding. It improves. So that means your, and you know there are things you can do to improve your eyesight. Is that correct? In the same way spiritually. So there are certain experiences you may be having now because our eyes were not seeing. We're not seeing everything. You can go through an experience and not see everything in that experience. You can, you can, be, you can be in an opportunity right now that you're asking God for and you're not seeing everything. You might have, you're, you're living in a moment right now, a historical moment. That's why Paul prayed that the eyes of our understanding huh, may be enlightened. Another way of saying that is that may be flooded with light. May I add, may be fed with light. So, depth in studying. Second one, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. All right, that goes without saying. Wow, what a Sunday. <laughs> Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit would cause you to interact with the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Because he is the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Fellowship. Okay, and by fellowship, I don't mean two hours of prayer daily. I mean bringing him into everything. Does that make sense? You must develop the ability to be busy but attentive to God. I felt this, this week I felt that. I felt that. I was like, no, it's not just about having three hours. It's, it's keeping in touch with God as I'm going, as I'm talking to somebody. Does that make sense? I can be here, I can be talking to someone, but my mind is on Gucci. My mind's on David. My mind's on them. I have, a <laughs> yeah, I have an idea of what routine should be happening, even though I'm talking to them. I still have attention. You can be at work, and your attention is on God's routines for you. So that everyday fellowship, to learn to quickly call. If you don't know about the Holy Spirit, let me recommend books for you. Let me recommend teachings for you. The Holy Spirit is, is a person. His work does not stop at convicting us to come to Christ. His work is not just to be the guarantee of our redemption. Right? He's working with us. He's, 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 uh, 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 I've been work preparing some materials for School of Prayer. Okay? He's advocate. Advocate is also paracletos. He's advocate. His job is to advocate for us. So that you go, I don't have anyone to defend me. No, you left them at home. In your consciousness. He will so defend you. One time he said, hey, he, Jesus said, hey. He says, he says, when you're in trouble, he says, don't premeditate what you would say. He says, you'll be told what to say at the time. Because you, you, you have a living, walking advocate. Someone shall have a living, walking advocate. Alright. The next one. Alright. The next one. Asking in prayer for the increase of the spirit of wisdom. The Bible says, you do not receive because you do not ask. All right, asking for increase. That means, God, I had the measure yesterday, but I want another measure. He, he, he hasn't put a limit to how much I can ask for. The Bible says, him whom God has sent speaks the words of God, John 3, and he gives his spirit without measure. Someone say without measure. Now, before people thought that, what that meant was that Jesus was the only one that had the spirit without measure. 
But this is what Jesus said. Jesus said, him whom God sent, has sent, speaks the words of God, and gives his spirit without measure. Someone shout without measure. Now, the qualification there is him whom God has sent. Jesus one place says, as the Father sent me, so send I you. <laughs> so he sent, I'm sent. He has the spirit without measure. I believe for the spirit without measure. You get that? Okay, then the last one I'll give you is the law of impartation. How do you gain this wisdom? The law of impartation. The, by the law of impartation, I define impartation as the transfer of grace through a human conduit. Okay, the, tra the Bible says, and Moses laid hands on Joshua and he got filled. Right? Moses laid hands on Joshua and he got filled with the spirit of wisdom. What? He transferred wisdom. He laid, did you know what I said? Right. He, he, he laid hands and, watch this, and wisdom was transferred. So that means there is an impartation dimension of it. That you can't go to school to get it. Right? What, you, see, you see what happened? With that laying on of hands, that we, we lay hands in church. We need to lay hands for different things. It's good that we, you know, some of you grew up under, under anointing service. Thank God. Right? Let's start laying hands for the right transference. Because if, you, if I lay hands on you for the spirit of might, but what you need is the spirit of wisdom, you'll be powerful but not wise. Right? So the law of impartation. And you know, you know the interesting thing? Impartation doesn't just come by laying on the hands. It can come through words. Jesus said, the words I speak to you. So, for example, by law of impartation, everybody is upgraded in the spirit of wisdom today because we have heard the words of life. Right? By the law of impartation, the transfer. So that means every time the word of God, of God is coming is to impart. And then another thing about impartation is that impartation can come by association. Right? It can come by association. So, if I want it, who's got it? <laughs> yeah. If I want it, who's got it? The Bible says that, the Bible says that Saul was among the company of the prophets and he started prophesying. And they said he saw almost amongst the prophets. What happened? The law of impartation by spiritual osmosis. The law of impartation. Okay. So who you hang around is rubbing off on you. Blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or the seat of the scornful or the seat of mockers. Yeah. So that means if you're walking, forgive me, but if you're walking with fools, <laughs> is it close to, <laughs> does that make sense? That impact, so you now start seeing that you're walking with some people, languages that you don't normally speak, bam, they're coming out of your mouth. Thoughts you don't usually have, boom, they're happening to you. Because the, oh, I must do a series on friendships and associations. The, the purpose of friendship is not what we understand. G these guys were with Jesus. These are, you know, I've actually closed now because I've closed it. These guys were with Jesus. Watch this. And, uh, and uh, his disciples. And one day he turns around to them. He said, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends. What, we, what have we been doing all along? So that means they were not friends from the beginning. 
because I no longer, he said, I no longer call you sir, I, no, I call you friend. He said, do you know why? Do you know what he said to them? He didn't say, ah, because you guys have been so nice to me. He didn't say because, ah, you guys, yeah, man, you're really cool. He said, because you've understood the Father's business. Right, right. Because you've understood the Father's business. Some of your friends were by default. Now start choosing them on purpose. Good afternoon. Huh? Some of your friends of were friends of convenience. There was nobody around. <laughs> there was nobody around. So this was the only person. Maybe this is why I agree with seasoned people. But okay. <laughs> okay. Right? But now, but so do you know why? Do you know why? Because association generates impartation. Then the final one on uh, impartation is impartation can come through mentorship. Right? Impartation can come through mentorship. There is a lot I have to teach, but I can't do that today. Because on mentorship, you just don't, once you open up to the instructive dimension of the mentor, right, you qualify to draw from the inheritance of Christ that they carry. That's what happens. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. So that means there's a reward to every expression and every office. So it's, abo it's about the reception. So if you receive, for example, your mentor, your pastor, as just yeah, you shall receive yeah. And your yeah <laughs> shall not be his yeah. <laughs> All right? <laughs> okay? Right? So that's what you're going to receive. But if your eyes are open and you're asking God and saying, God, like, what does this person carry for me? Let me see what they carry for me. Amen. Can I stop here? I have to stop here. Did you get something from today?